0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: Egg freezing is on the rise in Ireland. So should there be some funding provided by uh, the government? And what exactly is egg freezing? What if women could press pause on the ticking of their biological clocks... What if a fertility treatment gave them extra time to build a career and find a partner before they settle down to start a family? Well, egg freezing seems to offer this possibility, and we're going to be finding out uh, a little bit more about it uh, in the next section of the programme. If you want to get in contact with us, 1800 453 106 is uh, our number. Now, I'm joined on the line firstly by uh, Nicole Nicole, tell me a little bit about uh, your journey um, on the, uh, your egg journey, basically.
2: Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me. Um, So I actually just finished treatment last week for egg freezing. And I suppose the main reason I did it was I'm not in a relationship and having a child is something I really wanted. So then secondly, my career. So I'm a solicitor and I've worked really hard for it and I want to progress and I suppose egg freezing is a way to do it all. Um, I think sometimes women have it harder and can fall behind their male counterparts um, due to having to take time off for maternity leave and having children. So I suppose the career reason would be a big driver. And then probably the main reason I did it is um, I've had an eating disorder on and off since I was 15 and Whilst I'm in a really good place now, I just didn't know the damage I'd done to my body and whether my fertility had been affected. And this was a really good way to kind of assess that and see what chance I had.
0: And where where did you even come across the idea and and, and think of it um, in practical terms?
2: So I suppose, well, when you're kind of going through um, an eating disorder, one of the main effects, they say, is, oh, this could affect your fertility and you may may or may not get your period. So it's something that was kind of flagged to me very early on that this could be an issue. And I had seen someone I know kind of on Instagram, a couple of people talking about egg freezing, but it's just something I kind of came across myself and just looked into it then. Mm.
0: Now, originally, uh, egg freezing was... Uh, aimed at women who may uh, be going through early menopause or where cancer treatment required uh, the removing of ovaries. But now it's become, and the term it's a term I'd never actually heard, social egg freezing is now a thing where you do it by choice.
2: Yeah, like I have a friend who's in New York at the moment and she said everyone over there is doing it. It's so common, it's almost become the norm and a lot of the big firms over there would even pay for it. So it's it's almost a no-brainer in in that respect. And so is that
0: is that from a career point of view, so that you can continue to work without yeah. and and have um, a child maybe later in life?
2: Yeah, exactly. That would be particularly over there. That would be the main the main reason they'd be doing
0: it. I mean, as somebody said to me earlier on, this is just the notion of a company actually paying for you to to have it done seems a little bit sinister, doesn't it?
2: It, yeah,
0: it does. It does. I mean, I don't know how I how I feel about it. No, but it does. Um, OK, so uh, take, t- take me through the process then when you made that decision because of your health issues and because of your age and because of your career, how difficult or otherwise was it then to take the next step? It
2: wasn't difficult at all so I looked up various clinics in 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 Ireland and again I didn't really know I didn't really have any benchmark or someone to say oh I've been here or I've been there like I know I'm one of the first amongst my friends to do it <clears throat> but I liked Marian Fertility so I went to Marian Fertility which is associated with Hollis Street it's down on, on Mount Street and they just seemed to be the kind of oldest most established um, clinic so I just chose there and I emailed them and they got back to me straight away and I started the process in March and you go in and you have a consultation and you get various bloods done and tests done. And then from the moment I said I was happy to go ahead, um, there was constant communication and um, yeah, so I started it, it was my November cycle. So um, I started the injections at the beginning of November. So it was very straightforward. There wasn't, they guided
0: me the whole way and then they they um, freeze your eggs. Do you know how many are frozen? How does that work?
2: I do. So I got... Um, there were 11 eggs taken and they have frozen 10. So, and you pay your storage fee, your monthly storage fee for the next couple of years.
0: And then when you eventually decide either you're in a relationship or whatever how does that process work if you decide, okay, I'm I'm now ready to have a child?
2: So it's kind of like the first stages of IVF, essentially. I mean, I would hope that I would be able to get pregnant naturally someday. But if I didn't, or if I wanted to go it alone, um, you would then contact them and you'd say, I want to use my eggs. And then you would go through the IVF process if you were doing it alone. So you'd get a sperm donor and... They do, um, they then implant the embryo into you or. I may not use them. And that's at what all. I was about to
0: say. So, so what you've done is essentially like an insurance policy, almost. Um and
2: exactly that's exactly what I've been saying to people. It's an yep.
0: insurance policy. Okay, very good. Stay with me for one second, if you can. Uh, I'm joined on the line by uh, Th- uh, therapy fertility medical director Dr. John Kennedy. Uh, that's a a different uh, company providing the same service than the one that was mentioned by Nicole a moment ago. Um, John, welcome to uh, Lunchtime Live. How are you?
3: And very well, thanks, Evan.
0: So, um, Nicole has explained from her point of view uh, part of, of the process. Is egg freezing becoming much more common in Ireland?
3: Oh, it definitely is. And I think it, that's down to things like awareness and a degree of autonomy and ownership and agency. And women becoming, we're not there yet, but becoming more fertility aware from a younger age.
0: I mean, what do you mean fertility aware, knowing that a, a time will come where they won't be able to have the same ability to uh, to have a baby, basically?
3: Exactly correct. So we know that you're born with the number of eggs that you have. They're a finite resource. You start off your life, you have your eggs, you use them up. The average age that people run out of eggs at is about 44 years old. But quality of eggs will drop from about 34 years onwards. And as you get older, both the quality and quantity of your eggs will diminish. So, sorry, so, from the age of 34
0: onwards, the quality of the egg, the egg deteriorates. That means it's yeah. less likely to be fertilized?
3: It's less likely to result in a baby.
0: Right. Okay, so that's a very major so, issue then from, from that age.
3: Especially in the context that the average age that people are starting their families in Ireland at is 32.
0: Okay, right. So, and, and that's a significant change in, in a couple of decades, isn't it?
3: It is, absolutely. It's been, it's been kind of static at that level for about 10 or 15 years now, I think. But I don't see that level, that number dropping significantly mm. as time goes by. Because as Nicole quite correctly said, focused on her career, fo- focused on finding a, a partner that you want to settle down with and you want to start a family with. These things take time.
0: So uh, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that, uh, you know, originally when egg freezing um, became a thing, it was primarily because of health issues or whatever. And now it's become, and and the term that I'd never heard, social egg freezing has become a a thing now. Who do you recommend this for? So I suppose I I take it back a step. What I would like to
3: see is women in their mid-20s having their fertility checked having a simple blood test uh perhaps a follow-up ultrasound scan to determine what their ovarian reserve is uh how many apples are left in the barrel Mm -hmm. do they have a normal healthy ovarian reserve or do they not if they have a normal healthy ovarian reserve then off you go not don't need to do anything else even if you don't want to start a family now you're probably good until like your early 30s if everything is fine and you're keeping an eye on it if however you have a diminished ovarian reserve or you have other complications, things like endometriosis or other other medical conditions which could damage your fertility, then we can consider doing things earlier. But given that we think people tend to hold the quality of their eggs up until about the age of 34, it's reasonable to think about egg freezing, ideally under that age, but not. Like necessarily, ten or fifteen years under that age. Uh, well, let me read just
0: years. just on that. Let me read a message that's just come in to me, um, John, from a lady called Joni, and it says, "I'm a 36 year old woman listening to this. I've no kids, but would like them at some point. I'm wondering now if this is something I should have considered, but maybe if my eggs are already declining, I'm too late. This conversation has given me a fright."
3: Absolutely. Now, she's she's right and she's wrong. So as you get older optimally we want to freeze eggs in people who are under the age of 34 years old just statistically. Mm-hmm. That being said if you are 36 years old and you know you're not going to have uh, to start a family for a number of years then it is still reasonable to get these tests done and to check your ovarian reserve and see if egg freezing is an option for you. Okay. What we try to So do it's not two legs in other words no 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 it's not what's critical to understand when anybody comes in to contemplate egg freezing you have to give them two key pieces of information after the testing how many eggs do we think we're going to get from any given cycle all right and we'll base that number on the blood results and the scan results and then and this is a bit of a guess what we think the percentage chance that each egg will turn into a baby actually is and that adjusts with age and history
0: and that, so that, one, that basically and leads you in the direction of whether it's even worth um, harvesting it, eggs or not. Completely, mm. absolutely.
3: Or is this going to take multiple rounds of egg freezing? Okay, we're only going to get five eggs in a cycle. You're going to have to do four rounds to get 20 eggs. 20 eggs will give you an 80% chance of having a baby. Some Figures like that. And these are things you would discuss in the consultation and say, look, this is a mountain climb. Are you open to it? Or this is going to be relatively straightforward. Mm.
0: Okay stay with me for one second if you can This is uh, Dr John Kennedy uh, Therapy Fertility Medical Director Um, I'm also joined on the line By uh, Laura Laura where were you at in your life And uh, what were the circumstances That led you to uh, freeze Some of your eggs
4: Um, So basically I was diagnosed with endometriosis In 2019 So I would have been 19, 20 At the time Um, And I have had four surgeries um, since I've been diagnosed with endometriosis. And it was just recommended to me that I went for an AMH test. So that was just a blood test, checked the reserve of my eggs. um, And the results came back to say that my AMH was low. So when I'd met with my gynae, it was just recommended that I looked into egg freezing. And so I think that was kind of why I did go down the route with egg freezing. I think it kind of pulled me back a little bit because I was so young. And I knew my egg reserve was low. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to jump on this and do this.
0: Okay, so it it was because it was for medical reasons that even the idea uh, came to you and was suggested to you. So uh, as we said earlier on, this is kind of an insurance policy for you because you're still only a, a young woman, maybe not planning a family at this moment, but it's like an insurance policy for you, is it?
4: Yeah, that's it exactly like I'm only 24. Like I'm not planning on having kids anytime soon. But if I hadn't have frozen my eggs, later on in life, I might not have had the chance to freeze them. So it was kind of an insurance policy for me.
0: Okay. And do you are you aware of how many eggs are frozen?
4: Yeah, I am. So I actually went to therapy fertility. So I actually met John.
0: Okay.
4: Um, and I've done two rounds. So I have 12 eggs.
0: Twelve, Okay. And John, if I can bring you back in then, um, 12 eggs frozen. So let's imagine a situation in six, seven, eight years where uh, Laura decides, um, okay, it's it's time to have um, a baby and it's not happening naturally. Um, This is where these frozen eggs then become usable.
3: Exactly. So then we would look back. Now, uh, Laura has some advantages and disadvantages. As you As she said she has endometriosis which may have an impact on the quality of those eggs but on the flip side of that she's very young so hopefully these eggs are of high quality now this is the statistic that knocks everybody for six human beings are not very fertile creatures most eggs will not give you a live birth all right Mm -hmm. so we think that under optimal circumstances Young under thirty four everything going well, each egg has about a three point five percent chance of turning into a baby
0: okay, which seems extremely small
3: that's yeah now, if you have twenty eggs frozen that 's seventy percent accumulates mm, mm. so what you try to do and what we did what we 've done and we 're doing Laura think right these twelve eggs I think she 's got probably a thirty to forty, probably a little bit close to thirty five forty percent chance of having a baby with those eggs. Okay. Down the
0: line, irrespective uh,
3: they use it five, six, seven, ten, twenty years.
0: okay, just uh, very briefly, um, can you just give me a very vague idea of what sort of cost because i've gotten a couple of messages from people saying things like i couldn 't afford to do that. Is it expensive it, it
3: is expensive, and I mean I suppose this is, this is where I try to say what we're doing we try, we're trying to make this accessible we 're trying to make it affordable, so if you're doing egg freezing with us, your first round of egg freezing is going to be close to two thousand three hundred euro. Subsequent rounds will be just under €2,000 Euro,
0: if you need them. Okay, stay with me for uh, just a moment if you can, please, John, because we have a lot of uh, questions coming in on this. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
0: A lot of reaction to what we're talking about, and that is uh, egg freezing. Uh, This message from Mary in Kildare. I've never considered this. I think we're putting women under too much pressure. It's good that uh, the eggs start to decline. It gives us a break. There is a short window of opportunity for a reason. We shouldn't be having babies at 50. Imagine running around after a toddler at that point, says uh, Mary in Kildare. There are very many women aiming to have babies at uh, 50, Mary they'd be few and far between. And another message, um, I can't afford something like egg freezing. It's totally out of my uh, price back bracket. It's such a shame because at 40, I'm pretty sure I'm too old to adopt as well, says uh, Jane in uh, Offaly. Um, I want to just go back to what uh, uh, Dr. John Kennedy, come back to the question I asked you a moment ago about uh, price. And you did say that it can be Expensive? Can you give me a ballpark as to what we're talking about?
3: Well, as I said, the first round is generally just under €2,300 euro here. Subsequent rounds, if you need them, would be under €2,000. Euro. So it can, it can mount up. Now, where you do see some advantages and some savings in Ireland, because there is no public funding on this, is one, the cost of your medications, which can be expensive, is covered under the drugs payment scheme. The other thing is that every penny you spend in private health care, you can get a tax rebate on, I think, 20 percent. So you can duck 20 percent off the cost of everything because you'll get that back if you're paying tax. So there are kind of there are some advantages there as well. But there isn't a public funding model. There isn't a public funding model for advanced fertility treatments like IVF at this point, And that will probably come in before there is a funding model for something like egg freezing unless it's for, as you said earlier, oncology and cancer and fertility preservation, mm-hmm. for those
0: kind of reasons. Okay, so a few questions have come in and if it's okay with you, I'm going to throw a couple of them at you. Um, uh, this one says uh, 20, uh, 28 years old and very single, uh, but O negative blood type and mother has a history of miscarriages due to antiphospholid lupus. Should I look into freezing now?
3: So, not necessarily. So if like this is a mother's history, not her history, so one would hope she wouldn't be at increased risk of miscarriage or that something could be checked. That wouldn't have an impact one way or the other on egg freezing. What I would strongly advise her to do is get her fertility checked, get an AMH blood test. If it's completely normal, great, maybe recheck it in a year. If it's a bit low, then you can contemplate uh, is, how important is this to me? Um, should I, Is it vital for me to have that option down the line? And do I? how much effort do I put into it at the front end? And then you think about egg freezing on
0: that basis. Okay, stay with me for one second. I've, I've one or two more questions to, uh, to put to you in a moment, but I just want to uh, bring in uh, Sarah, who's on the line from uh, Meath. Sarah, tell me uh, your story. Have you had your eggs frozen?
1: Hi, yeah, I have. So I underwent two rounds of the egg freezing, and I actually went to therapy fertility with Dr. John there. Um, And I thought it it was brilliant. I think it's the best thing I've ever done. I am all gung-ho for telling everyone about it, anybody that will listen to me. I think it is the best decision I've made in my life. And I'm 27. And and let me ask you,
0: sorry, let me ask you, you say it's the best decision you ever made in your life. Uh, Why? Because you think that someday you're going to use these eggs or...
1: No, so I originally, so I have endometriosis, me and Laura, two peas in a pod, um, and it's quite severe and it's quite bad. And my gynecologist decided to test my ovarian reserve, and that came back as quite low as well. But I was fully committed to not having kids. I was like, no, I don't want to be a mother, not for me. But when I was told I can't have kids or Mm -hmm. I will struggle to have kids, it changed my perspective entirely. Um, And at the moment, I still don't know if I want kids. I'm still very much on the fence.
0: OK, but, uh, but again, the the best description of what you have done is a kind of an insurance policy.
1: I wouldn't even go as far as an insurance policy. It's that I can say that I made the best decision for me with the information that I had to make sure that I live with no regrets. If I don't use the eggs, I don't use them. Mm-hmm. But I won't be kicking myself in five, ten years down the line going, oh my God, I was 26 and I could have froze my eggs and I didn't, or I didn't get that blood test. I wish I knew this earlier. And I think it's so important for women to just spend the 100 euro on the blood test and get your information and go from there. You might not need to freeze your eggs. And I think that's the whole point of having Dr. John and having Laura and having Nicole. It's case by case and you need to get tested because you don't know until you get tested where it's the you know, where the land lies. You don't know until you get tested. So I just think it's so important.
0: Very good. Okay, let me uh, go back to uh, John for a moment. And John, unfortunately I'm almost out of time, but I wanted to read just uh, one final message for you. And it says I'm a solicitor and froze eggs through John when I was 33. That was seven years ago. I had 29 eggs frozen, but I'm being advised now that the success rate is very low, as having that many eggs means that most are probably not viable. Please ask John the success rate for a baby uh, resulting, please.
3: I, th- I think, you know, I mean... Seven years ago, don't have a name, don't have the exact details. No, I think having 29 eggs frozen when when they're frozen, I think they're excellent. I mean, we don't, we can't say for certain, because we haven't tried to turn these eggs into embryos and into pregnancies and into people. But 29 eggs frozen at a young age, I would argue she has an excellent chance of getting a baby from those.
0: Final final question, and again, it comes back to money again. Uh, What is the cost of storing eggs?
3: So it's, it's a monthly charge. It's 18 euro per month. That is irrespective of the number
0: of eggs you have for us. Okay, that's, that seems reasonable enough. All right. Okay, uh, Dr. John Kennedy, I could actually put questions to you for the rest of the afternoon. There are so many coming in, but I really do appreciate you uh, spending time with us here on Lunchtime Live this afternoon. Thank you very much indeed. That is uh, Dr. John Kennedy, uh, Therapy Medical Director. Thank you very much indeed, all of you for uh, getting in touch with us on that one.